Hey, everybody. Happy Monday. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is episode number 638. It is Mailbox Monday here at the podcast, and I have been getting so many questions on my Instagram and over here at the podcast about tidying up that I thought, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and answer a couple of questions. And if you are surrounded by clutter, or if you're wondering how to sort through your books and other things and sort of uh, de-stress your life, stick around. I know you're going to be encouraged. All right, so I have spent the greater part of the month of July Uh, tidying up and cleaning up my house. I spent last week recording the the book, Prayers for the Battlefield. I am so excited about Prayers for the Battlefield. And uh, one of the things I like to do in the summertime is just sort of organize my life so that when my speaking season picks back up again and homeschooling starts and all those things, I feel like I'm living in a space that is uh, restful and is simple. And so, uh, and I've always sort of been that way. I had a two- a very different grandmothers. My grandmother on my father's side was a pack rat. I mean, and she just, she packed everything away. Like uh, I would say it was kind of borderline hoarding, but she was wonderful, but she kept everything. My grandma on my mother's side, on the other hand, uh, always seemed to be sorting through things. And I sort of, I lean that way anyway. So um, I, I am frustrated when I'm surrounded by things, but I noticed something uh, about six months ago. And that was, I was surrounded by things. <laughs> and I'm not really sure. Uh, how that happened. I read a book several years ago uh, called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And it was written by a woman named Marie Kondo. I'll link back to it if you have not uh, picked up this book yet and you're wondering how to sort of declutter and make your space um, breathable again. I actually wrote about this in one of the first books I wrote called The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight. And really, it's not just for homeschool moms. It's for any mom who's trying to figure out how to fit her size Uh, 12 day into a size 10. And for me, um, it starts with just moving everything out and then just bringing back in the things that I love, which is what I've spent the last several weeks doing. So I I rented a pod, like a storage pod, put it outside of my house, and I literally just moved stuff out. I moved, and I mean brutally, 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 uh, went through that stuff and uh, moved only what I loved back into the house. And Marie Kondo is sort of this Japanese expert on decluttering. And her book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, has sort of a secret method into it. And she says, you hold up each item that you own and you determine if it brings you joy. And if it doesn't, uh, get rid of it. And I'll tell you what, her advice is a breath of fresh air for uh, people who are surrounded by clutter, for people who tend to be pack rats and hoarders, um, and even for people who don't necessarily have that, but are hanging on to things and going, I just don't know if I want this. I mean, really, you guys, the pictures on my walls, the the paintings, the things that I had, if I didn't love it, I got rid of it. And uh, I love my house so much better uh, now than I did before. I painted everything sort of lighter colors. I just sort of uh, decided to reinvent our house. And it's kind of tough to do. And I think one of the hardest things to do is for those of us, especially who are homeschooling, uh, is to get rid of uh, books. I think books is kind of the the hard thing. Um, it's funny because when we took up the carpet in our home, I ended up going through the pantry in my bathroom. I went through um, underneath my sinks. I went through my closet. I mean, bags and bags and bags. I'm like, where did this stuff come from? Because I I feel like I'm I'm pretty good at it. So uh, Michelle wrote and said, Heidi, I've been following you on an Insta story. How are you sorting through your books? 
I love my books. My husband and I have over 600 books and I don't think I can part with any of them, but we're running out of room and I don't read them anymore. So here's the thing. I think this is this is really interesting because if you're a book lover and I am a book lover, um, you got it. You're going to have to, uh, at some point you, you can't keep just, you know, collecting books unless you have, you know, an 8,000 square foot house and a dedicated library space. And I want my kids to be surrounded by books. I want books to spark joy in them. But the thing is, uh, when you're surrounded by too many things, nothing really sparks joy, you know, because you, because it's just so hard to even find the things that you really, really want. So I'm going to give you a couple of tips really straight out of, uh, straight out of Marie Kondo's um, guide, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, because this is really what helped me go through uh, her, I use pretty much her method uh, on all of my books. So uh, if you want to, if you want to search for her, by the way, if you hashtag Marie, that's her method, um, you just do the hashtag K-O-N-M-A-R-I. So the most interesting section of The Life-Changing Magic um, of Tidying Up, I think for me, was the section on on book lovers. Um, and so she devotes these to personal libraries. The sections are titled uh, Sorting Books, Unread Books, and Books to Keep. And she describes the physical books as essentially paper, sheets of paper printed with letters that are bound together. Um, and so here's her advice. She does she does 10, she does 10 uh, tips. The first one is keep only the books that will make you happy just to see them on yourselves, the ones that you really love. Uh, and so we want to be really careful. If I don't, if when I look at a book on my shelf, if I don't feel any joy when I'm holding it in my hand, then I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna get rid of it. Um, two, she says, keep only the books that you love and inspire joy. She said, you read for the experience of reading. Books you have read have already been experienced, and their content is inside you, even if you don't remember. So when deciding which books to keep, forget about whether you think you'll read it again or whether you've mastered what's inside. Instead, take each book in your hand and decide whether it moves you or not. It was interesting to me because as I was going through all of my books, um, there were some that I was like, you know what, I've, I've totally got this down and don't need anymore. There are other books that I thought I would want to get rid of and I ended up keeping. Uh, so it is important. Here's tip number three, take the books off the shelf before organizing and do not skip this step. This is why I rented a pod. This is why I took everything out of my house. You can't judge whether or not a book grabs your attention when it's still on the shelf. So it's amazing to me. Once I took everything off my shelves and took it in boxes, as I took them out of boxes, I had two boxes in front of me. One was to get, one box was to keep, one box was to get rid of. And um, I was amazed. I think if I'd seen them on my shelves, I probably would have kept most of them. But but as they were coming out of boxes, I was like, nope, I don't need that anymore. Oh, that was a cookbook that I never really used, you know, blah, 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 blah. So take the books off your shelf uh, before organizing them. Go down and get boxes. You can get boxes. Uh, my favorite place for books, honestly, is to go to a liquor store because their boxes are small and sturdy. You don't want a huge, big box that you fill with books because then you can't move it. You want a small a sturdy box, but it's really important to get those books off of your shelves. Uh, number four, whatever you do, don't start reading a book while you're sorting through it. Uh, reading clouds your judgment. Uh, Marie says, instead of asking yourself what you feel, you'll start asking yourself whether or not you need the book. Uh, so don't start reading it. Number five, if you have a book on your shelf that you plan to read in the future, uh, she bets that you probably won't. So uh, give it away. Unread books accumulate, which is so true. The problem with books 
that we intend to read sometime is that the far that they're far harder to part with than the ones we have already read. That's absolutely true. Um, and this has inspired me, like I said, uh, a couple of days ago, I'm going to start giving away uh, little stacks of books uh, that because oftentimes as a speaker, I get sent books. Um, many times I get duplicate copies. And so I'm going to start, um, I have a whole box of them that I'm going to start giving away. So uh, follow me on Instagram and you're going to start seeing that happen probably in a couple of weeks. I'll be giving um, some really awesome uh, books away. Uh, um, number six, did someone recommend a book to you or did you purchase it years ago without ever getting a chance to read it? If so, time to part with that book. You may have wanted to read it when you bought it, but if you haven't read it by now, the book's purpose was to teach you that you didn't need it. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This was like 40% of my books. I'm not even kidding you. And I was like, look at that. That book's whole purpose was to teach me. I don't need that. Uh, Number seven, are you worried that uh, you will give away a book and regret it? Uh, Marie Kondo says, don't worry. Here's what she said. She said, if you want the book so badly after getting rid of it that you're willing to buy another copy, then buy one and this time read it. (laughs) So moment of silence because that just stands on its own. Uh, number eight, books can become, uh, books you love can be part of your hall of fame. Uh, and for me, I have uh, several signed copies of some of Dr. Dobson's books. Anything that I feel like, boy, I would give this to one of my children in a heartbeat. Um, anything that I just know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reference that over and over again. I keep those books uh, as part of our personal library. All the missionary stories from YWAM that we've read to our children, um, I keep them. You know, a lot of times uh, those missionary stories, I'm not going to read them again, but my kids might read them later or my grandkids, and they really do spark joy because those books changed the trajectory of our family in many, many ways. So uh, those were part of our personal library that I will never, I can't see myself at least uh, just giving them giving them away. Uh, number nine, Kondo recommends a well-curated small collection of books, which correspond to one's improved ability to recognize and increase the impact of information. So here's what she says. For books, timing is everything. The moment you first encounter a particular book is the right time to read it. To avoid missing that moment, I recommend that you keep your collection small. And so when I get a book, if I know, man, I really want to read this, first place it goes is on my nightstand. Once it hits my bookshelf, it's kind of over. So, uh, so that was a good a good test for me. And then 10, visualize the final result. Imagine what it would be like to have a bookshelf filled with books that you really love. Isn't that image spellbinding? Because for me, it totally is. And for somebody who loves books, uh, it has been a joy for me just to look at those books and they're on my shelves. And I still have a lot of books, but to look at them and just go, I love every single one of those books. I've gone through every single one of them. And if I didn't love it, I gave it away. Um, I have a collection of Christmas books that are, are um, now in a cupboard and a collection of Thanksgiving books. So for different seasons, I pull out different books and I put them around my house in baskets and on tables and things. Um, the stories of the pilgrims, anything by Max Lucado, hello, especially at Christmas time. Uh, and so uh, if that's, incur- I hope it encourages you. There really is power in um, simplifying your life. Um, it's amazing what just decluttering will do. If you see something, you're like, man, I don't want this anymore, but I'm really worried that it's gonna, um, that I'm gonna forget, take a picture. Um, I took a picture. One of the things I got rid of, which I didn't think I'd ever be able to part with, was just an old album from elementary school. It was just filled with like, you know, uh, uh, certificates and things like that that I got when I was seven. And I took a picture of a couple of the ones that made me happy. 
Uh, like one of them said that um, I was destined to have a big family, which just makes me laugh because people knew that about me apparently when I was seven. So I took a picture of a few of those things and then I just I just ditched the rest of it. And I'll tell you what, it really is life-changing uh, to tidy up. So if you want more information about this book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, um, I will link back to it in the show notes today. Also, don't forget, uh, you can look up this woman on on uh, Instagram. The hashtag is K-O-N-M-A-R-I. It's just really interesting to see how people tidy up and what they get rid of. And um, I hope it encourages you to do the same thing and teach your children to do it too. Also, I have written about how to tidy up in my, my book, uh, The Busy Mom's Guide to Daylight. I will also link back to that today. And probably when I'm uh, finished with all my tidy up here, I'll show you guys some before and after pictures um, over <laughs> over on Instagram. And by the way, just by uh, just by a virtue of catching you up, I still have not put Facebook back on my phone. A couple of things I've noticed: I have a lot more time, which I really am appreciating. I'm on my phone a whole lot less, which I really am appreciating. One thing I don't appreciate is I can't do um, Facebook Live as easy as I did before. And so I've actually, a couple of times, I've almost put it back on my phone. In fact, I had it right there pulled up with a little download thing and um, and walked away. So I don't know uh, how I'm going to handle that because I there's a couple of things, I, um, especially for the book launch, that I'm going to need Facebook Live for. So I might put it back on to do some Facebook Live and get back off again. But if you're thinking about taking uh, some of these things that steal your time, off your phone, I just want to encourage you, uh, do it. You won't regret it. So hope you guys have a fantastic Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in to Mailbox Monday. If you have a question you'd like to see addressed here at the podcast, please shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. And please, please, please put in uh, Mailbox Monday into the subject line. Don't put anything else in it, just Mailbox Monday, and it'll go right into the mailbox that it needs to go into. And my staff can help me sort through those. So I am praying for you guys. Uh, thank you so much for uh, subscribing to MomStrong International. We are doing tons of awesome giveaways over there this summer, really fun gift baskets and uh, and asking you questions, which we hope are gonna prompt you uh, to walk in closer relationship with the Lord and help you in your parenting. So I hope you guys are encouraged by what's happening at MomStrong International. We have been encouraged by you and let's get tidied up together. All right. It's the middle of summer. Hope you guys are enjoying it and I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.